Okay, let me just start off by saying that there's absolutely no denying the benefits of breastfeeding and breast milk. The data and the information is there. We know how incredible the benefits can be, both for baby and for mom. But especially in our times in this modern day, it can be a lot more nuanced than simply choosing to breastfeed, putting to baby to breast, and having it all work out perfectly. We all know that with breastfeeding can come many different challenges, many different scenarios, and I think it's important to share what that can look like for moms. There's a lot of external pressure out there to breastfeed, and while I think it's so important that moms who choose to breastfeed have that support and the resources that they need to have a successful breastfeeding journey. I am an advocate for breastfeeding, but I'm also an advocate for a healthy mom and a healthy baby. And in some scenarios, that healthy mom, healthy baby might mean using formula or choosing to use formula. With that, today I'll be sharing my personal breastfeeding journey with you in hopes that it might feel encouraging or make you feel a little less guilty or a little less alone and simply to highlight the challenging piece of motherhood that is breastfeeding. Here we go. Welcome to the Milestone Mama podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Hollis, wife, boy mom, and former fitness instructor turned photographer, educator, and birth doula. Becoming a mom in 2020 completely changed my life. And even though it was the greatest joy I've ever felt, it definitely came with some challenges that no one could have ever prepared me for. But I found so much healing and community, and that's why this podcast was born. Tune in each week as we uncover all of the nuances of being a mom, from pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and everything in between. If you're ready to connect, to grow, to learn, to feel inspired, seen, and heard, then you've come to the right place. And I'm so glad you're here, Mama. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very passionate about what we're going to be talking about today. And again, I just want to start off by saying that This episode is in no way trying to take sides or meant to act as any sort of persuasion because honestly, there really should never be sides when it comes to feeding your baby and taking care of your family, your health, your mental health, etc. I am 100% an advocate of taking care of your baby in the way that works best for you, your baby, and your family. So today I'm simply sharing what I went through and hoping that the women who listen feel less alone or less anxious about the pressures surrounding feeding their babies. So I'm going to start from the very beginning. When I was pregnant, breastfeeding honestly scared the crap out of me. Like I'll be totally honest, the thought of a baby constantly sucking in my boobs and being the only source of food for him just freaked me out. But I really did want to give it a fair shot because I knew I would regret it if I didn't. And I, of course, wanted to give my baby the benefits of breastfeeding if I could. I literally prayed that I would have a change of heart when he was born, that everything would change the moment of that first latch, and that I would totally fall in love with the experience and the bonding when he was there. And, well, that prayer was definitely answered. 
I think something that did help was getting as educated as I could before birth. I always heard about how complex breastfeeding was, and I truly just couldn't wrap my head around it. Like, how does it work? How will you know if your baby's latching correctly? Will it hurt? How do I know if my baby's eating enough? How will I know when to feed him? I just had so many questions, as I'm sure you might if you're expecting as well. So one of the best things we did was take a breastfeeding course before I gave birth. And my husband, Jordan, and I actually sat down to do most of it together. And that was really sweet of him because it made me feel supported in that process, even though he was obviously not the one who was going to be breastfeeding our baby. It definitely helped um, that a close friend of ours was our lactation consultant, and therefore she was the instructor of our course. Her name is Natalie. She owns the Milky Mermaid here in Wilmington. So we always highly recommend her to all of our friends now. And she walked us through everything, answered all of my questions, and I walked away feeling a lot less anxious about breastfeeding in general. I was still on the fence about how I would feel later, but I was in a much better headspace about it overall. So fast forward to when our little angel boy Silas arrived. Um, After a long, hard labor and my son was put on my chest, everything just felt right in the world. After all of the post-birth things were done, we had some quiet time alone with just him on my chest, skin to skin, and Jordan in the room with me for our golden hour. It was seriously the most precious thing, and I honestly wish I had more videos and photos and just overall memory of it. That's definitely something I would change next time around, but you know, you're, you're caught up in the moment and just in awe of what just happened and what you just accomplished and this little miracle that you're looking at. Eventually a nurse came into the room and helped me latch him for the first time. And I was just like blown away by how he just instinctively knew what to do. And that oxytocin high that everyone talks about is real, or at least it was for me. I felt this burst of happiness and love, and I was instantly so excited to be able to nurse him. The nurse who was helping me even said, way to go, mama and baby. That's like a textbook perfect latch. And I was like, okay, wow, this isn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. And if we're already doing this well, then I got this. I can totally do this. And since I had him at around 1 a.m., the rest of the evening was spent mostly just staring at him while Jordan slept on the couch in the hospital room. And whenever Silas woke, I would nurse him, and it just truly felt so magical. He did really well with latching, and I felt like I barely needed the help of the lactation consultants when they came in. Same thing for the following day. It almost felt like too good to be true, and it kind of was. That second night in the hospital, Silas had a huge meltdown and he just would not stop crying no matter how much I nursed him. And I started to wonder if he really was getting enough. You always hear about colostrum and how tiny your baby's stomach is, so they don't really need much those first few days. But I started to worry that nothing was even coming out at all. After multiple attempts to settle him and like nursing nonstop, our nurse suggested we just give him a tiny bit of formula. And I really did not love the idea of that, especially that soon after he was born. I felt a lot of guilt, but I agreed because ultimately all I cared about was making sure that he was taken care of. So we gave him a tiny little bottle and the nurse actually had me try to pump to see if we could essentially spoon feed him the colostrum. If by any chance the problem might have been a tongue tie or something pertaining to his latch. 
but it was really discouraging that when I pumped for however long, really nothing came out. I was aware that it wouldn't be much at that point, but seeing nothing made me feel like really empty inside. I chalked it up to the fact that he had just nursed a ton, so maybe pumping wasn't going to work at that point. And after having the formula, he immediately settled and the rest of the night went much more smoothly. The following day, we were visited by another lactation consultant who told me not to give him any more formula. She was sure that I was producing just what he needed. And her hypothesis, I guess, was that he had a headache since he had a tiny bit of bruising from my pelvis um, pressing against his head during birth. He was low in my pelvis for a long time. Hello, all back labor. (laughs) And she said that could have been causing a lot of discomfort for him, which could have been why he was so inconsolable the night before. By Saturday, I had had him at 1 a.m. on Wednesday. I was really starting to just come undone. My nipples were becoming cracked and swollen and so raw, and Silas was cluster feeding just nonstop. Something in me just knew he wasn't getting enough, and trust me, I know this is a common worry for nursing mamas. It's so hard to know what's going on when we can't see what they're actually eating with each nursing session. It's just this confusing guessing game while you're still hormonal and sore and exhausted, but Like I said, my intuition was telling me something was just off. My true milk still hadn't even come in yet. I mean, I had packed nursing pads in my hospital bag and never even ended up needing them. There was no leaking or really any sign that I was really producing. So I ended up calling Natalie, our lactation consultant friend, in desperation to come over and help us. I wanted to make sure that his latch looked okay and to see if we could just troubleshoot any of the issues we were having. By the way, we had already had his pediatrician appointment and he had lost quite some weight. And again, I know this is normal, but even the doctor wanted us to check in for a few more appointments because it took some time to get him back up to that birth weight, which always causes anxiety in moms no matter what. And she also checked him and there was no clear tongue or lip tie. So I was pretty sure that something else was going on. And when Natalie came over, she brought her scale so we could do some weighted transfers. And if you're not familiar with this, this is when you weigh the baby with a dry diaper on, nurse on one side for however long, and then weigh the baby again to see how much they consumed. And these scales are super sensitive, so they can determine if the baby has eaten even small measurements. We did this, and after weighing him one breast at a time, After nursing for 15 to 20 minutes, using massage and all that, he was hardly transferring anything. And Natalie reassured me that sometimes it just takes a little longer for milk to come in, but in the meantime, to keep supplementing with formula after each nursing session in order to get his weight up and until my milk came in and my supply increased. And so she also left me with a pump that I rented from her while I waited for my own to come in. I ordered mine through Aeroflow breast pumps so that my insurance would cover a majority of it. Highly recommend using that website. They're awesome. And um, we we came up with the plan of nursing Silas, supplementing with formula, and then immediately pumping after every feeding session, which is also known as triple feeding. And it was a lot. It was a lot of work and it was really hard on me, but I had the mentality that it would only be temporary until things improved. And eventually things healed up for me and nursing became a lot less painful. 
And I kept up with this exhausting ritual day in and day out. And I was just so determined to make this work. Slowly, my milk came in, but I would still only pump a small amount. And even after doing more and more weighted transfers with Natalie, he was still only getting an ounce or two at a time. And it was just this constant vicious cycle of me nursing, him still not being satisfied and eating formula after, me pumping, and then by the time I was done with one thing, he would want to nurse again, and I would start that whole cycle all over again. And so I was literally getting zero breaks and was having a really hard time staying on top of nourishing myself. It was so defeating and discouraging that no matter how often or how long I fed my baby, he just wasn't satisfied. And I'd see posts and photos on social media from other moms and their pump output and their freezer stashes full of breast milk. And it would absolutely like physically crush me. Still, I knew that breastfeeding wasn't easy and I just had to keep pushing and working to improve our situation. I had my fair share of meltdowns along the way. And I'd have these moments of just coming completely undone because I felt so inadequate that I couldn't produce enough for my son. And obviously, looking back, I know that it was nothing to feel truly guilty over, but those feelings are real in the moment. And you have those as a mother, especially in those early postpartum days. I'm so thankful that Jordan was so supportive and so sweet and hated seeing me like that. There was even one night when he saw me sobbing and he just ran out to the store right away to buy me lactation cookies and supplements and anything that he could think of to help me try to feel better. Then this made me cry more because I felt so blessed to have him by my side through all of this. And, you know, hormones are real. (laughs) But in those couple of weeks of postpartum, I tried everything from lactation cookies to fenugreek supplements to moringa supplements continuing to nurse and supplement and pump day in and day out with teeny tiny improvements and more than anything i just wanted to be able to nurse silas and that be it so we could all get some actual rest but at two and a half weeks after birth some of the mystery started to become uncovered I won't get into the whole story here. I'll probably do a whole nother podcast on it, but essentially I ended up hemorrhaging at home due to retained placenta and I needed to get rushed to the hospital in an ambulance for an emergency DNC. But this is when things started to make a little bit more sense. I had been dropping blood clots and being told that doctors it was okay since I didn't really have any other associated symptoms. And obviously, it was a lot more serious than they thought, and I ended up experiencing some serious trauma that I ended up going to therapy for and took a lot of time to process and work through. But however, I did find some encouragement and that my body still thought I was pregnant for that many weeks, and that was probably why I was having such a hard time with my milk supply. So I thought for sure that after my remaining placenta was cleared from my uterus, that my body would understand the situation and would finally kind of kick into high gear producing milk for my baby. But unfortunately, that wasn't really the case. I still struggled all day, nonstop, with the same cycle we were doing all along. And I had lost a lot of blood from that incident and my surgery to the point where I was on tons of fluid, borderline needed a transfusion, and I was on double doses of iron supplements because 
my my hemoglobin levels went from a 14 to a 9 in less than 12 hours of the day of that incident. And so needless to say, my recovery was difficult. I was super winded and dizzy most of the time and just extremely exhausted as if you weren't tired enough with how little sleep you get with a newborn. Luckily, we had help from our parents for a few weeks um, because I couldn't really do as much as I would have liked to and not being able to care for my baby like I thought I would have been at that point just really destroyed me. I knew that my body needed nourishment and rest to heal, but I just kept pushing through because nursing was one of the things I felt like I could still do to care for him, something that only I could do. And I didn't want to let this trauma define me or be the reason that my breast experience, breastfeeding experience, quote unquote, failed. So I, I kept pushing and we were on this never ending ride of breastfeeding, supplementing and pumping. And as Silas grew and developed, he became a lot more sensitive as well. He was constantly fussy and crying so hard after feeds, like screaming, crying, and hardly, hardly sleeping. So this made things a lot harder. We tried switching to a gentler formula supplementation, and while that kind of seemed to temporarily work, it didn't really solve the problem. We also felt pretty dismissed by our pediatrician when we asked about these digestive issues. We kind of just got shooed off as a first-time parent, not really knowing what was going on. And so we just decided to take matters into our own hands and tried putting him on hypoallergenic formula instead. And when we did this, he immediately turned into a different baby. He was so much happier. He stopped crying after his feeds. I'm pretty sure that first night he slept a solid like six hour stretch. This was when he was a little bit older, maybe like six to eight weeks or so. Um, but even still, the breastfeeding situation hadn't changed much and nursing sessions still didn't satisfy him. And it just felt like none of us were happy. And we were approaching eight weeks since birth and I was about to go back to work with shooting weddings again. And the thought of having to pump during all the craziness of wedding days and still fit in this whole triple feeding schedule just seemed really crippling and overwhelming. Not to mention, even though Silas's sleep improved, nursing at night only to have to still formula feed afterward meant that I didn't get any sleep whatsoever. Also, anything that I put into my body went straight to breastfeeding, and I had lost so much weight that I ended up weighing even less than I did before pregnancy within like four to six weeks of having him, and I just knew this wasn't healthy. I, I could literally feel my body starting to unravel and deteriorate essentially and I had been contemplating switching exclusively to formula for weeks at this point but I just couldn't bring myself to pull the trigger I felt like he needed me because he did still nurse for comfort and I didn't want to take that away from him but I also didn't want to feel like I was giving up after putting in so much work at one point I even thought you know, it's okay. He'll just be a breastfed and formula fed baby. So what if he's not exclusively fed breast milk? At least he's getting some. But that ideology didn't really solve the problem at hand. I would still have to nurse and then still bottle feed, including through the night. And I even just tried to just bottle feed him at night so that Jordan could help me rest by feeding him for me. 
but you can't get through that many hours at night without pumping or you risk pain and potential clogged ducts or mastitis, etc. And so I just felt like I couldn't win no matter what I tried. Finally, I reached a true breaking point. I needed some life and my routine back. I was starting to feel so much resentment around my baby constantly feeding, my husband not being able to do it, and the fact that my trauma had most likely been the cause of so much of our difficulty. And I knew this it wasn't a good headspace to be in and that I truly needed to make a change soon. I also knew that if I didn't eventually get some relief, my body would never truly be able to recover from what it had been through. Maybe if I hadn't gone through what I did, my body would have been able to bounce back and make what Silas needed from me, but I would never know because that wasn't my story and I had to stop harping on the past and wondering what if because our story was our truth. I got some advice from a friend to just try not nursing for a full day. Just pump when you normally do, but give him bottles all day so you can know exactly how many ounces he was getting. And so I decided to take this advice and give it a shot. And it felt like night and freaking day. Silas was actually satisfied after feed and took the best naps he'd probably taken ever up until that point. And I just immediately felt like I had so much more freedom and time back because I wasn't feeding, nursing, pumping around the clock. And this is when I realized that this was a long time coming and At that point, I was pushing really hard for me and not even really for him anymore because clearly neither of us were happy and what mattered was that he was fed and cared for and able to get adequate rest. I made the decision that very day that I was officially going to stop breastfeeding. It felt really liberating but very emotional at the same time. This is almost a year later and I'm still getting emotional just speaking these words, honestly. And so I really just did it cold turkey. Um, I didn't nurse him after that. I don't even really remember when our first, our last um, nursing session was. And since Silas did so well with no nursing that day, I just kind of decided to keep it going and play it by ear. I would, of course, pump to empty my breasts when I felt the need to and slowly wean myself from the pump. I was also kind of afraid of doing it gradually. I think if I had still let him nurse, I would have been a lot more emotional about it each time and wondering if it would be the last, and I just didn't think I could handle that part. So those first few nights were really painful, and I probably accidentally went a little longer than I should have without pumping, but I tried pumping to feel some relief and massage to get that those clumpy patches out of my breast, but... It's a slippery slope because you don't want to massage or pump or stimulate too much to keep producing. However, you obviously also don't want to leave them alone and risk developing mastitis or clogged ducts or just be in pain. And so I ended up trying the cabbage leaves trick in my bra for a couple of days. And I I do think that that helped. And yes, this is a thing. Look it up. (laughs) I know it sounds really weird, but somehow it works. And... I was pretty fortunate because since my supply was never really that great in the first place, it didn't take me long for me to stop producing milk. I'd say maybe within the week I was able to not pump anymore at all and I stopped leaking within maybe two weeks and I was able to quit pumping altogether. 
um, and just wear a bra with nursing pads at night because I would that's when I would still leak the most. And eventually my milk just completely dried up and it felt like a really big weight off my shoulders and a really big sense of relief, mostly just because Silas seemed a lot happier and I had a lot of time in my day back to just enjoy him and enjoy these early days of being a mom without so much stress and guilt put on myself. But this doesn't mean I still didn't have a really hard time with it emotionally. Every so often I would start to question, should I have tried a little longer? Or maybe I would have, if I just would have been a little more dedicated and tried pumping more, nursing more, I would have gotten there eventually. But the relief and the routine and the sense of freedom and normalcy and a happy baby far outweighed those negative thoughts that were in my mind. And I had to just shrug them off because there was no reason for me to feel guilt or shame around my decision. I did what was best for me, my baby, and our family, even if it totally broke my heart to do it. And I found rest in the fact that I was brave enough to to do that, to make that call, even though it was really hard. And so some of those negative emotions and thoughts do still haunt me and come back every now and again. And like I said, my baby is over 12 months old and I still kind of long for that experience to have been a little longer. Every now and then I'll still get a little triggered by seeing nursing posts on Instagram or freezers stocked full of breast milk, but I don't envy the anxiety and the pure exhaustion I know that a lot of these moms do end up feeling. So We did end up going dairy-free with Silas, so I had no reason to hold on to the small freezer stash I did have um, because he was obviously intolerant to something in dairy and I wasn't dairy-free when I was nursing, so I didn't want this milk to go to waste and so I donated it to a local mom who was in need of breast milk because she was going back to work soon. And it felt really good that it went to use and helped someone in need, but I'm not going to lie, like that stung pretty hard. It felt like this metaphor for all the hard work and the tears and the long nights not leading to the experience that I hoped it would. And instead it went to someone else. And there are still times when I crave that closeness with Silas, especially once he started putting himself to sleep and no longer really needed me to rock him and started holding his his own bottle. And, you know, of course, I love getting sleep and having the independence that I was desperately craving in those early weeks, but I do think there will always be a small little part of me that will always hold on to that longing. Sometimes I think that I can't wait to have another baby just so that I can experience it all again and kind of have a redemptive breastfeeding journey next time around. At the same time, I don't want to rush this season with my with my sweet boy and I want to soak in every day and every week and every month of it just being us before one day we do welcome a little sibling for him into the world. And I do pray that when that day happens, our story is much different, but if it doesn't turn out that way, I am confident that I have at least learned that fed truly is best and that I'll still be able to bond with and have the most beautiful relationship and connection with my baby no matter what. I have no regrets. I feel zero guilt. And even though there are a few things I wish were different, I love our story because it's ours, me and my boy. 
We got each other through so much in those early days of him being on this earth. And I would do every little bit of it, even the hardest, hardest days all over for this little angel of ours. So if you're a mama listening to this and you're currently going through any sort of struggle, I want you to know that you are the best mother for your baby. God chose you for that role and you are doing the very best you can despite what anybody tells you, even the voices in your own head. I see you and I hear you and you are never alone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I am always here if you need the support. Please know you can always come to me in my Instagram DMs at Milestone Mama Podcast or on my personal page at Chelsea Allegra. You can also join the Milestone Mama Facebook community and talk with all the other moms in there, gain some support. We are all in this together and we'd love to have you in there. So until next time, you are doing great, Mama. You got this and we are all here for you. Can't wait to chat with you next week. Bye.